Hi, welcome back to Unemployed with Anna Roisman. This is the podcast version of the Unemployed show. Oh, and I'm here with my friend Brian. Brian's our producer. Hi, Brian. Hi. Brian's second episode on the mic. Yeah. yeah How do you feel? How do you Um, feel? Yeah, I still feel like I'm not going to say much because who <laughs> wants to hear from me? I do. You're the only one here with a very steady, well-paying job. <laughs> You're kind uh, of like the godfather producer. You told me you felt bad when we were talking about, like, on another episode, how we had big, long periods of worry and how am I going to get money? And you're just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that hasn't been a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like working with you. I know because that it, I, I'm not struggling. You're not struggling. You're, you know, you really, you, you can understand it, but you don't really need, you don't, I'm not going to make you cry. Like I will make myself cry, you know? Sure. But, you know, money isn't everything. Uh, you know, oh, that's true. There's, money isn't uh, everything. there's plenty of things in, in the last few years in my life that, uh, you know, money couldn't solve. Wow. Wow. That, okay. That got a lot deeper than I expected. <laughs> we can even cut this out if you want. I don't care. I don't care at all. Um, but today I am talking to one of my very good friends. She is someone who I have honestly respected in this industry for so long. Seriously, we kind of started out together. She's a very, very funny comedian. She is a great content creator, producer, director, literally writer. You do it all. She's I a do. woman of many trades. You can see her on JFL. She has a very funny series on JFL. On Betches, she creates content for Betches. And on Thursdays, she is the co-host on the Taylor Strecker show, um, I, I always say, come up next up on the stage. <laughs> Give it up for my friend, Jesse Jollis. Hello. Hello. What hello. a stunning set. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's that velvet chair you're sitting on, right? I love velvet. Thank you for making me feel at home. Wow. Brian's really laughing because we're in Brian's apartment. <laughs> yeah. And it's from Ikea and it's definitely not velvet. Oh, wow. well, it's still nice. And I get what you're saying, Brian, but I also think when money isn't dependable, it's the only thing you stress about. Yes. Thank you. Like it's the number one stress. And in your mind, you're like, once I figure that out, I can even like look at my other issues. But until then, like I I will only look at my bank account and pray. I feel that way. I'm like, I can't wait until I'm so comfortable. I can stress about other things. (laughs) Truly. I like had to go to my therapist when I started being semi-financially stable. And I just started making up like almost ailments. Yeah. My therapist was like, what's happening? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not worried about money right now. You're like, I had breakfast. I can afford lunch. Uh, I can even afford, I I bought a new shirt. Uh, Life feels amazing. Yeah, truly. Especially when I think, I don't know about you, but I've lived like so poor. Oh, yeah. Like the poorest. Mm -hmm. That when you've lived just so bare minimum, the small things feel so big. They really do. Like so big. Yeah. I completely, uh, I I've been there. That's why we're doing this podcast. We're yeah. talking about jobs we've had, mm. jobs we didn't have. So I kind of want to start at the beginning with you. Let's because do it. I don't know where we met along our journey. Yeah. <laughs> but when you moved, so you you went to college. I did. And then you moved to New York City. Yeah. What was the plan? Okay. So first of all, I'd had a lot of jobs before then. Before graduating college. Yes. I had- Remind me where you went. You went to Syracuse? No. I went to Syracuse. Brilliant. That. Well done. Thank and you. I grew up in Virginia where I was like a babysitter. I started becoming a personal organizational specialist. I thought you were going to say specimen. <laughs> specimen. <laughs> I almost had trouble saying it, but I started working- so Yeah, you are the OG Marie Kondo? Kind of. Wow. Which is like hilarious because I, I wouldn't say I'm super organized myself, but when I go into someone else's space, I'm just like, I know what to do. I didn't know this about you. 
I know. I think I sort of uh, BSed my way into it. And then I worked for a woman all summer. I was making who I worked for. I made $30 an hour. This is under the table. This is, yeah, this is as a teen. This is when I had no bills, just under the table. I'm talking, I must have worked. 50 hours a week. Oh my God. I mean, I was able to move to New York without a job because I had such a cushion from this woman. Whoa. Yeah, I was a mogul. Oh my God. <laughs> I truly was. Jesse Jall is incorporated. Yeah. And I like had a job when I was at college, just a small job. That's how I learned how to edit actually. Okay. Um, and then I moved to New York, no job, all the confidence in the world. Um, and I was like, I'm going to be an NBC page. Wow. That's what I thought. I, I thought so too. Yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> no, me neither. That's the <laughs> spoiler. Um, I wonder how many of us were like, I was convinced. So in the meantime, while I was waiting for my final interview, uh-huh. I was like, um, I had a friend who was a page at The Late Show with David Letterman. Mm-hmm. I had friends there too. Yeah. So I got that job. Okay. And that's like $12 an hour, <laughs> Yeah, like less than 30 hours a but week. But you get a really dope jacket. The dopest of the jackets. Yep, and I've people think you're like- crushing it mm-hmm. even though you're like mm. <laughs> not really but okay thank you I'm like hurting groups of people but absolutely crushing yeah it. um <laughs> so I, and I thought I was gonna get the NBC thing still after CBS I so yeah so I was like oh I'll have this job in the meantime I'll quit when I get the other thing because like I'm a mogul and like you have to right she's just a page hopping I'm page hopping I'm like oop, can't stop me now and then I made it to the final round didn't get it devastated crushing I know (sighs) absolutely crushing yeah um so then I was like okay well I guess you're staying a late show page um but I couldn't afford my rent so I had to work I worked part-time as in an advertising agency as a you know when you're playing like (laughs) solitaire (laughs) (laughs) yeah or any game you don't pay for Uh uh-huh like in between games this weird ad will pop up yeah so I tested those ads Okay. I guess I was an ad tester. Great. <laughs> I don't even know my title. <laughs> so I worked 30 hours at a job like that. And then I also worked as a like head of PR at a off-Broadway show. You've been head of PR for an yeah. off-Broadway show. I mean, obviously no one was doing it. I so feel like I you it. have a, there's a pattern here of you don't just get like a job and start at the bottom. You start at the top of a job that you're probably not qualified for yet and make it work. That's true. I either, I either am able to bullstein my way and succeed or I start where I feel underqualified and then I like sabotage myself. Wow. <laughs> Those are the two versions So nothing, of you've me. never just slid into the correct Never, job. never. Not, not at yet, all. not yet. Not yet. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. it's happening. It's going to happen. Yeah. Okay, so when, so after the page didn't happen, you're yeah. crushed. I'm what, crushed. How, how do I you do move on? I do the late show for like, it's an ele- a year program. Mm-hmm. So after 11 months, I get a job as an assistant at MTV okay. in development. And I was like, this is perfect. I think I want to go into development. Sure. Turns out. Definitely not. <laughs> also turns out I may be the worst assistant that's ever existed. What do you mean? How? Because I have ADD and I like creative things. I hate schedules. I hate like, also my, one of my bosses was psychotic. Did you have to like schedule trips and meetings and like all the, the works? I had to schedule everything. And my boss gave me so much anxiety. I like couldn't sleep. Yeah. I wouldn't eat. Like she told me one time, 
Jesse, it's your responsibility to make sure I eat lunch. So I was like, okay, what? note to self, don't eat until she eats. That way my stomach will be like a reminder of if we've eaten. Um, but then I'd you be didn't like- just like write a post-it? No. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll start with her. Let's do this organically. Yeah, we're doing this what? together. And so then I would remind her like, you haven't eaten today. And then she'd be like, Jesse, I'm not a child. Like you don't need, like in front of people, you don't need to remind me about lunch. Even and though I, her she words told me, remind me to eat lunch. So she would just do that. She would just switch on me. I remember one time I got her an, an extra lamp came from Target, okay? <laughs> Should have been a celebration. Instead, it was torture. She told me I had to sell it. I tried to sell the, I'm like selling lamps. I'm picking up shoes for her. What? And, and everything I did was wrong. And I started taking classes at UCB. Mm-hmm. And my biggest fear was like, I'm going to be late to class. And you can't be late. No. And like, I'm paying all of my extra money to go to this class. Yeah. I can't miss it. So one time, like, she gave me an assignment at like 6.30. And I was like, I can't. I can't do it. I I have to go to my class. <laughs> I'm such a great person. And so this other guy covered and did it for me, but something happened and he did it wrong. And then she found out and I got in so much trouble. Oh no. Long story short, I was fired. <gasps> you were fired from it's being true. an assistant. They were like, this isn't for you. And they were right. Um, but I also think that it wasn't a great atmosphere. Everyone in my department was fired. Too. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't like a just no, you. it was just me, and then everyone was. <laughs> oh, so you had your own firing, and then it was like a yeah. full team layoff. Yeah, and actually, this girl who was temping, who I really liked, um, when I got fired, she was like, "They're looking at me to to fill the role," and I sort of was like, "Warning, it's hell." And six months later, she was fired, and we met up for coffee, and we it was like the most beautiful moment because oh, I love. I felt this. like everything I thought that maybe I was insane about she. She had happened and we could just like commiserate together. Well, now that we know it was two people who lost the job, you know who the problem was. I do know. There you go. I knew that the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so nice. I love that. That's like an unemployed date. That's like it what was. we're doing right now. No. It was really beautiful. <laughs> it was really beautiful because you feel crazy when you lose your job. Like, you do. You, you, yeah. You, you reevaluate everything. Could you have made it better? Did, right. Was it you? Did you start? The blah, 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 blah. You go through the whole thing. The, the whole, whole thing. job. Yeah. And How I long were you in, there? Uh, maybe only six or seven months. Okay. But I was in such a bad place. I was like, maybe I'm an idiot. That was like what I took away. My takeaway was like, are you an idiot? And I was struggling hardcore with an eating disorder. I was like at the worst place Mm-mm. of my life. So from there, I became a nanny. Okay. I worked for like three families. At once? I worked for one family. Oh, and then you And then I moved to another family. And then my third family was the best family. I loved them. But then I was worried about my health insurance. Sure. Because you get kicked off. Yeah. So then I took a job at a tech toy company. Tech toy company. Okay. Tech toy company where I worked as some would say... um, like slave labor, <laughs> like in a sweat factory. Do you know what I'm saying? Like my job. Remember five minutes ago where you were like, I was head of PR for the Broadway yeah. league. I took quite a fall. <laughs> let me be clear. I took quite a fall from grace. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm working at this tech toy company with other people who you don't have to, to qualify for the job I was in. You didn't have to graduate high school. Okay. So I'm with, I've a, done those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my job was like, Oh, go get all of these parts in the factory or put all of these parts in bags. Like I had such neck pain. How did you find this job? Actually, my brother 
worked there and a bunch of actors did because so the flexible. whole thing that they, well, it was when I started and then of course that went out the window. But the idea was like, yeah, we're flexible. You can come and go, just get your hours in by the end of the week. Yeah. So I had a job great. like that, but it was, it was flexible like that. And they told me the first day, a 16 year old had this job before you. <laughs> I was like, is that a confidence booster? What, what am I supposed to, how am I supposed yeah. to take that? Yeah, I was kind of like, oh, so they think I'm 16. Yeah, okay. what? Uh, or 17. Right. It was, but yeah, the whole thing, because we get these jobs where we're like, I don't care, what what's the job? Oh, whatever. Right. I'm sorry, it's flexible. I could leave. I have, I have an improv class. I have something. Right. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh my, I called the bathroom my office because like on the hour I would go to the bathroom for a good 20 minutes and just like send all my emails and like work. I love that. Yeah, because I always felt like they Did couldn't they say anything. They had Wi-Fi, obviously. Yeah. So Thank just, God for Wi-Fi. Did you sit on the floor of the bathroom and just- No, I sat in the stall. <laughs> Like a queen. And I did just, your brother give you that tip? He was like, and by the way, no, take your office hours. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't do that because I was working there, but I was also trying to work as like a someone that could write videos for companies sure. and could sort of like leave doing that. Mm -hmm. Like leave once I get like the acting going or the writing going. So I was like working double time, yeah. like 40 hours there and then 40 hours on myself throughout trying <sighs> to get out. Build a bridge. I'm stressed with you. I'm just picturing myself sitting in a stall crying right now. <laughs> just being like, what am I doing with my it life? It was rough times. But remember when companies paid us to write videos? That was so That dope. was funny. That was dope. Mm -hmm. That was dope. And I still think it's very interesting and funny that there are like, you can get on the first level, it's very little money. Mm -hmm. You sort of barely cover your costs. And then there's a jump where you just make more than you should. You're mm -hmm. like, I shouldn't make yeah. this. It's a 60 second video, like take it back. But finding like the balance and getting to the next step, I think is very difficult. Yeah. But I, when did we meet? We met during that time. We were both making like videos for people. Yes. Wait, you, when did I meet you? I don't, I'm you edited a, a video for me Your once. Your music video. Back in the day. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that. Honestly. That was a fun one. That was a long ass time ago. Yeah. Um, wow. That was, I do remember that. Cause I was always editing on the side to make like some money. Which is great. Yeah. It I've was, been doing that for the past year. I was editing for this, making ads for this like company just as extra cash. And yep. it was like, it's something I can do. Editing, You're alone. You yep. don't have to talk to people and you know what? Take their notes. It's yep. someone else's thing. And it's on your time most of the time yeah. editing. So that's like the best part about it, yeah. I think. But yeah, I did a lot of those odds and end jobs. And I'm sure I met you like just in the community. Probably, yeah. Like out there trying. <laughs> but I always thought you were so funny. Ugh. You're so real. You're very easy to talk to. You're a person who gets it. Thank you. know what I mean? You. you are. I mean that. I don't just, I don't have any fake people on here. Right, Brian? Wow. Except for Brian. Right, Brian, except for you, <laughs> Except Brian. for me? No, I'm fake joking. Person? You're very real. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I met you and I was like, that girl has her shit together. Like what? I look the way I am speaking. Like I look the way <laughs> I feel. Do you know what I mean? Like I walk in with like barely a bun, workout pants. Well, today I you thought you were going to die in a I lift. So. True. <laughs> but you like always look 
I think amazing and like your dog is adorable and like I'm always like she just has it together thank you well you know what I like doing my hair and (laughs) girl you're good at it no but thank you I don't have other stuff together you know like you can't see below my blow-dried hair that she's very much in debt but thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) and I remember also you had like that great job or at least you were like able to go to auditions but you also like worked in a cool like at the, office at the VC firm. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in this venture capital firm. Yeah. It was cool. It was, it was one of those though. Like at first they're like, she's an actor. We get it. Like <laughs> we get so it. flexible. We love it. Yeah. yeah. Like my boss, one of my bosses, his son was on Broadway. He was like eight oh. and he was in a Broadway show with Scarlett Johansson. So he was like, Stop. I totally get your world. <laughs> I'd just be like filing his son's yeah. paychecks, being like, no, you don't. He's working way more than me. He's yeah. Like, but wow. then I would have to sneak out and be like, I have therapy. Uh, I have an yeah. eye doctor appointment, you know, all the elements. So you wouldn't say audition. Mm. And like, then it started to become like. Too much. Too much. Yeah. And they probably caught on and. Yeah. Then I hosted a, a film festival in our office. And then soon after, the job was gone. It was after the film festival? No, it wasn't because no, of that. No, no. It wasn't. But that was also probably a, a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they didn't love it. <laughs> you know. Um, interesting. Yeah. So did you ever have like a staff job in this time of like until now? A have you, s- like have you ever been on a salary somewhere? Have you mostly done freelance for the past few years or a bunch of years? Um... After the toy company. Right. After the toy company. No, then I've been a freelancer pretty much. You took that leap. I took that leap. If you call it that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. I took that leap and it's been, you know. A roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster. It's been so scary. I've been like at my wits end and looked at myself in the mirror like you're you're 30 now. It's not cute. Like now it's not cute. It was fun when you were 25, you know, um, eating cups of noodle all the time. I love it. But now it's not as cute. And like, wait, what do you mean? I love cups of noodle. (laughs) (laughs) I literally ate it because it was cheap. I didn't like it. Oh, I like it. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Mostly because it reminds me of camp and when I would make it with shower water and. Oh. So gross. Listen, you do what you gotta do you in do the woods. That's true. <laughs> There's that a shower true. with hot water. I'm drinking cup of noodles tonight. Hell yeah. And washing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did it in the shower. No, I didn't. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> I would do that. That would be a lot. Um, so it's a roller coaster. Yeah. It's Have hard. you had any gigs that you've gotten in the last few years that you were like, this is gonna change my life? This is the gig. Yeah. I'm not gonna. <sighs> Because I feel like that's the issue with us is like we get yeah. so low that you get a little you get a little sure. glimpse of Hollywood and you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I myself and um, one of my comedy partners, Claire Burns, started working with Kohl's. Right. Huge brand. Huge brand. All over the place. All over the place. We signed like a year contract <sighs> and I was convinced because when I would go to set, I was like, oh, I'm literally invaluable. Like, <laughs> I am the brand. You know what I mean? You are Coles. Like, I am Coles. Like, they even put in our contract. It was like, um, will you do in-store, like, meetups? And, oh. like, and I was like, I'm about to be the face of Coles. Like, my life is complete. I've, all those moms shopping at Coles would love to meet you. Are you kidding? That's like, I've always 
wanted that to be my brand. So I thought that was going to be not only a multi-year thing, but Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to get bigger. Like I thought possibly we would become like national and it would be. So I was pumped about that. Okay. And I was convinced that would happen. At the same time, I was working with like Scary Mommy and it's like we, I had a, a series with them, which was like, I, I was like, you oh were my doing, God. You were on this path of good I was on this happening. path yeah. where like I was making more, I was actually able to put money, some money in savings, which is like. Congratulations. When you haven't done that for years. Right. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, wait, I'm going to make rent. And then what do I do with this? Wow. Yeah. What do I do with this? What do I do with this? Maybe I should put it in savings as everyone, because I'm sure taxes, Yeah, you guys know how scary taxes Very are. Very scary. Scary mommy. Yeah. <laughs> scary mommy. Taxes are still one of like the hardest time. I get, I get freaked out about taxes. Yeah. As- early. <laughs> I'm already scared. Yeah, you know, I was thinking that's the only money I do put away is like money that has tore. If I even put enough, who I knows know. if it's enough? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But wow. So you're on this high. So you're yeah. the face of Coles. I'm the face of Coles. I'm like, my life is literally just going to get better. Yeah. I'm going to, especially because it makes you not desperate. Mm-hmm. And that's so huge. Yeah. Being not desperate makes you, A, take jobs you want mm-hmm. and jobs you feel good about and then sort of take like a financial risk, if you will. Yeah. Like even a job I- This is really good advice for everyone listening. Thank you. It really is. Because desperation, as much as I tried to hide it, always kind of reads. Mm-hmm. Even in an interview setting, even having yep. coffee with someone in your industry, mm-hmm. like it always comes out. It'll and- come out. I mean, unless you're able to sort of figure out how to get it in check. So even a job I just got, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, was like a writer-director job, um, I sort of didn't want to do it. Like, I was like, I have enough on my plate. I don't really want to do this. Like, I don't want to write and direct. I'd rather perform. It was like, I don't want to do this. So I guess if I do it, I'm going to ask for way more mm-hmm. than I want because then if I don't worth- get it, fine. I don't want to do it. If I get it, okay, that'll maybe be some of my taxes. Right. (laughs) Or you might have extra money. You have no idea what to do. (laughs) Right. So like that sort of negotiation power is huge and it makes people feel like, whoa, maybe we're getting more than we thought. Yeah. If this girl is worth this much, like maybe she really is. As you should be. Yeah. Right. Okay. But with negotiating, it can be really hard. And I've screwed myself many times with negotiating, um, especially with money. And then also like, if I like the platform, it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll practically do it for free. So, and people take advantage of that. Of course they do. thousand percent. Yeah. So it's like, how do I not keep falling for that trap? I also think it's like, I hate, I hate that I'm saying it, but it's yeah. like people are going to, women, women are taking advantage more. <laughs> like I'll hear someone's rate and I'll just be like, you got, they're like, oh, I didn't negotiate. Like I got that, like a dude. And I'm yeah. like, what? I had to like fight back to try and get a higher rate for something that I know someone else is doing for even more and didn't have to fight for it. Do you know that? Not that would sure. make me livid. Yeah, for sure. I know that in plenty of situations. I hate that. I'm sorry. Will you help me fight? Yes, I will. <laughs> I threatened to sue. That's something I do constantly. You do? <laughs> and by that, I mean, first of all, I called Panera headquarters and said, <laughs> I worked for the New York Times and I was going to write an article about how they preach that they help the community, but they're packaging everything to go. <gasps> that made changes at the Herald Square. Uh, yes, it's true. Panera. You that were was that? Me. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow, you hear that? Wow, thank you for changing yeah. America. My mother taught me that. She would go into places and say, which is illegal. Like if they have a price listed and then they charge you a higher price and yeah. you're like, that's not what it says. And then they say, sorry. You yeah. go like, my mother works for the Better Business Bureau of Washington, D.C. And I would hate to have to report you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, beep, beep, beep. Okay. And I picture this, you know. I picture you doing this from like age four on and you're just yeah. like walking into places being like, uh-huh, try me. <laughs> yeah. But now I especially feel that as a freelancer, first of all, I'm very open about my right. Yeah. With like what I'm doing and where I am because I always feel like I don't owe it to the company to be quiet about it. And if I can help my fellow workers get that's good. What they deserve, especially women, but also like men, I don't care. I will always be open. Good. And that's I good. hope that people do. That's like, people I think are the way that we you. help the wage gap is like transparency. Yeah. So I think that's like a great idea. But then even with, if I found out someone was making more or less, you know, I would say like, I would hate to have to go public with this information. Mm -hmm. I don't know what pe how people would feel about that. Right. Um, Did you watch Michelle Williams, by the way, on oh, the Emmys? Oh, my God. Speaking of, because she was like, thank you, FX, for paying mm -hmm. me equally. And I was like, go, girl. Like, because it's true. No one's thanking the networks that are putting no. their shows on because they're they're like. And I swear to God, when I have made more money on a project, I show up bigger. Yeah. Like, I show up filling up more space and being like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. As opposed to when I'm paid less or I find out that. You know, right? And you write it off. You're, yeah. you're like, I don't need to. You yeah. know, or I don't need like, to worry about this. Or like, I'll be as good as I can be for this. Right? They don't value me. Why should I show up bigger than? I think it's very true, especially when you're acting. Sometimes, yeah. Like when you figure out sort of how big the set is, or how much money is going into this non-union commercial, <laughs> and you're like, wait a sec. How come I'm only making like a thousand dollars? I'm the whole commercial. Yep. No one's gonna know any of you were there. Yeah. They'll know I was there. I'm the face. Yep. Or if you're directing and you're the vision, I'm like, everybody else, like this makes me feel crappy. Yeah. I showed up for one of these jobs and mm -hmm. they told me there that my face couldn't be seen on camera. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> they were I was the star of the commercial, non-union commercial. Yeah. But my face wasn't allowed to be seen. So like Why? it was like did you ever see um what was the show with Tim Allen uh and the neighbor uh, oh, yeah. uh home improvement home improvement with, it was uh, Mr. Wilson next I time. was Mr. Wilson. They were like oh and for this next shot you're just gonna hold a book and then like the director would be like can you just hold it a little higher a little higher a little higher and I was just like and I showed up like ready to oh, go. Oh god and I was like oh okay and then they're like, okay, great. And next shot, yep, uh, uh, there's going to be a pillow and it's just going to block most of your face. <laughs> Were you a hand model? No. That's... I was modeling a mattress. Uh, oh my but it was a, it was filmed. It was a commercial for a mattress. You know, one of the many mattress companies. <laughs> but can they pay you less for that? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? In desperate times. Oh my God. Sure. I'll take course. it. To show off my shoulders. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to argue. Yeah. But you can feel like crap on a set with stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hide your face. <laughs> we actually don't like, need it. Usually this makes me money. Yeah. And they're like, great. Not today. Not today, girl. Cover her up. Books a little higher. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Wardrobe's gosh. like, do we have any turtlenecks? <laughs> Just pull wow. it out. It's so funny though. But like, those are things you don't find out until you get there. And it's like, yeah. had I known all of the, you know, the whole script and this and that beforehand, like, 
you would have thought, do I really need this job? Is this something that's going to help me? But people are so good at like not giving you all the details ahead of time. Yeah, they want to keep it all mums the word. Maybe that's when you threaten to walk. Ooh. I'm scared to threaten. I've never threatened to walk because I honestly feel like I am replaceable everywhere I go. I'm like, I, they'll tell me to walk day of you're not day of you're not. That's true. Day of you are not replaceable. But then how awkward to work with some nice people all day when they're like, Oh, this diva. Well, it depends what's happening. You know? Well, my mother is the, what is she? The head of the bureaucracy. Yeah, the head of business bureau of Washington, D.C. Do you walk in with a t-shirt that says that and then people don't fuck with you on set? That's right. Yeah, that's hard. I mean, it's very, I always want to be the most pleasant I can be on set. But mm-hmm. um, to Michelle Williams' point, like you need to be in a safe environment where you feel like you can do, mm-hmm. when you where you can thrive and do that. And if I showed up to a set and didn't know there was a nude scene or something and there was, I would be comfortable being like, I didn't know about this. Yeah. I'm not like I'm walking. Yeah. Or like these are my stipulate, you know? Sure. And I think that's fine. That's respectable. So I think if you're ever at a job where you don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. like there are more. And yeah. even like uh, not just acting jobs, I think anywhere you are. Oh, PA jobs. Oh, I God. had a lot of weird PA jobs. Yeah. I worked on Billy on the Street. Oh, wow. That was one of my in-betweeners. And I, for that, it's a very funny job. So like Billy accosts someone. Right. And then you're like, hi, sorry, that was weird. Could you sign this? <laughs> <laughs> and then want to hear what's funny. That's is, so, so good. If people sign it, you take a picture, you're done. If people don't sign it, you you have to trail them. And then what? the producer, I had like a head, uh, earpiece in my ear. I'm sh- I hope this is okay. I'm saying this. <laughs> we can take it out if you need. Well, I hope it's okay. But long story short, they... Um, they tell you how much you're allowed to offer. Like you had cash in your pocket oh, and the money they could. Whoa. Yeah. I, I'm curious. Like what? I went up to 800 one time. What? Wow. And this guy was like, I'm borderline going to forge his fifth signature and take this money myself. Oh my I couldn't have done that. God. But I'm saying like. My brain was like, there's no way she went over like $200. Like that was it. We had $200 cash. Uh-huh. And then uh, like we could keep going and a producer would just have to come meet us. But yeah, they, wow. they would go up, they would go high. Wow. Especially normally if like Billy just screamed something and walked away or something where. You realize my brain is going, I'm going to go stand around Flatiron yeah, and waited. wait for them to come and be like, I will not sign it. Yeah. <laughs> Chase me. Ooh. I know. How much did you say? <laughs> what, 800? Here you go. Here's <laughs> 20 signatures. Yeah, yeah. Here, take my life. Take uh, my blood. That's so funny. Yeah. So I had a lot of weird jobs where- A lot. I feel yeah. like you, have you ever had a period of no jobs, of unemployment? Yes. Although my anxiety was normally so high that during my times of unemployment, I had like meetings every day. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I was doing research on LinkedIn, sending emails. Um, you were making it a job. Right. If I was unemployed, it was a job to try to figure out how to get a job. Yeah. I feel that when I'm unemployed, it's like, I try and make plans with people. Like we've been trying to have coffee and you're like, I have literally nothing to do. But then you, you schedule all these things and then you're like, I am so busy. I know. I didn't mean to do that. I know. (laughs) I laugh about that. I'm like, I say that sometimes I'm the busiest person that has no actual deadlines. Yeah. I know. As I look at my, as I look at the clock. Yeah. No, I know. I don't, but I love deadlines though. So. I have to have a deadline, but yeah. I think it's funny when I have like a script deadline and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I have to stay up tomorrow night. And I'm like, for myself, no one's waiting on this script. <laughs> but and what then if we they make were? ourselves stressed if we yeah. don't do it. Yeah. 
I make to-do lists because I think it helps to check off. Oh, for sure. And that's a lot of times why I work with other people Mm -hmm. is because when I work with other people and I'm accountable to someone else, I'll get my stuff done. When it's just to me, I mean, my gosh, it'll take a while forever. Yeah. I feel you. And I hate that. I know. It's okay. Let's talk about something positive. Okay. How are you right now? You have a great gig right now. Yes. Right now I have a really great gig. gig. I didn't know. And are you still doing Cole's stuff? No. Okay. So Coles has it. It's <laughs> an easy no. <laughs> That's a negative. Okay. Um, no, we are no longer. Who knows if they'll come back? They, they honey, could. Honey, they always come back. They as soon always as you come stop, As soon as you stop thinking about the guy. Yeah, right? He comes texting. He's like, wait, mm-hmm. I was wrong. Um, so I'm a freelance writer, director, performer. Hire um, her, hire her. Hire me, hire, hire me. Hire so her. yeah, I work... Uh, Primarily with Betches, yeah. but then I work for other companies and other places as well. And we're trying to have our own radio show. Yeah. That's a goal. That's a goal that I we have to have happen. I would love for that to happen. It'd be so fun. It really would. You're very easy to jive with. Are you? Thank are we jiving, you. Bri? Would you listen to our radio show? I am right now. Uh, but oh, do you, like a, a, a... If we had a professional radio show. With True. sound effects and stuff. Oh, <laughs> like, well, now I'm yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Traffic. <laughs> the Jesse and Anna show. I could yeah. add sound effects to this. Oh, Could yeah. you? Like what? Like, ready? Uh, hey, Jesse, how's it going? Yeah. Or it's like, <laughs> the news, 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 news. Today's news comes it, from... Anna pantyhose. Pantyhose. <laughs> oh, oh, we're... I yeah. don't know. The people sponsor. who would pay and us. Then, yeah, I yeah. still don't know what sound effect I'm be putting in for How this. How about, now's time for our Emmys recap. Yeah, and then you'd be like, Emmys recap, like, it's fashion with Anna. And okay. Jesse just says things. Well, that sounds like I have to write a song now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we would like a fully... Do you have an orchestra <laughs> yeah, do you work do you with? Mind? You know someone at Sirius is listening to this right yes, now. Yes, I and do. like, these girls are fucking fun. Yeah, like, why would we not get them a show? They've only had 200 jobs. Yeah, and <laughs> no real fan base, but... <laughs> Maybe we grow it for them. That's what I'd love to hear someone say for me. <laughs> Maybe we help you grow your fan base. That, that would be, be the ideal interview. If you walk in and they're like, all right, listen, you have no following. Yeah. But we're here to help you. But we're going to change that. Yeah. I'd be like, what do you mean? Because <laughs> there are some like agencies who are like, we do a lot. We love developing clients. Yeah. But then companies with money never say we love developing a following. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and normally if they say that, they own you. Ooh, yeah. If a company says to you, like, we're going to help build your following, it's like, that's because they own it. Literally. They own part of it. So you got to be careful about stuff like that, too. What are you willing to, like, sell and what are you not? Mm-hmm. Everything. And I'm willing to do it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. You seem very zen right now, though. You seem good. I mean, yeah. you seem like you've calmed down from when you walked in after your lift ride. I know. That was a bad lift ride. I am feeling very zen to the point where, like, I feel comfortable where I am, but I hate being comfortable. Oh. So I really want to be, like, pushing myself to get to do more bigger jobs. I really want, like, to be doing more performing or directing Cool. Maybe act. I just want to be at a a bigger level. Like, I feel like I've done social videos now to the nth degree. Yeah, you have. You've really really done it. No, but you've, it's good. You have a great reel to show for. Yes, I do. Or 20 reels. I don't know. I don't know how many. A gazillion reels. (laughs) Yeah. But I like love narrative and long, you know, there's just no time for that. Yeah. In 60 seconds. You know, I'm like, what sort of arc can I give this character? No, but it'll help you. And how yeah. freeing it will be when you have that 
30 minute a one hour show that you can, can work you imagine? on. No, honestly, 30 minutes. This has been 40 minutes. And wow. I can't, right? Have we been 40 minutes? 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Time is, I can't grasp it for I the know. most part. Because my lift ride, I would have told you was an hour and a half. <laughs> that's that's what I would have told you from how it felt to me in the yeah. car. But I bet it was not. No. I don't know how long though. Too long. I should have taken very it too long. Yeah. See, that's the privilege <laughs> of having like a disposable income. There you go. That you're like, well, I'll lift. <laughs> I'm not gonna take the subway with the peasants. Oh, wow. <laughs> Honestly, though, I've had some bad lifts where I'm like, no, yeah. I I now know if the subway is the same amount of time or less, you gotta yeah. you gotta just do it unless it's like 2 a.m. and you're unsafe. Right. And then you got safety first. Always safety first. I <laughs> right. know. Which is why 2 p.m. made sense for you to... Did you always just have fashion clothes or were you like... <laughs> I'm just wondering. Okay, now this to is Jesse's podcast on... <laughs> to the budget. What, what, when it comes to what budget? I was like, there was never a time where you didn't look great. Okay. Thank you. To me, I that's love amazing. You. Thank you. <laughs> I'm saying there was definitely a time, still a time, where I don't look great because like I'm not willing to spend money or something. I have a mother who is a very fashionable woman. Okay. Hand me downs. I, uh, she gave me a lot of stuff. That's nice. I also am very good at preserving things. I honestly, when you said you are good at organizing, I need someone to come in Marie Kondo hardcore. So. I would obviously do it just for fun. It would probably be so fun to go through your closet. Yeah, we could do it just like Sex in the City movie over like a bottle of champagne. Yeah, you dra- where, dress up. And I try on every cards. outfit and you're like, no, yes. yes. I've wanted to do that in real life. We're doing it. Can we? Yes, I would love that. Oh, oh I'm I'm so glad you're in because it is one of my all-time favorite scenes. And then I like, I feel, I like remember the outfits from the show. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. That scene, when she puts on the tutu one, like everyone wanted to cry. I know. You're going to feel that way. You're going to be like, oh my God, Anna's bell-bottom jeans from Panera. (laughs) Oh my God. I remember those. Oh, those are from her first improv show. Yeah. Oh my God. Improv. Okay. That's a date we're actually doing. I'm obsessed for that. I just cleaned out a lot, but I have more. I know I always have more. Of course. I haven't done shoes yet. That's always, I just went, I tried to organize my closets and I didn't, I just moved things. I decided to get like summer in one and winter in another because I'm pumped for fall and winter. But I don't know if I like the way I moved stuff. So now it's like, I'm going to probably move it again. All I'm thinking about is I'm jealous that you have the the space to do that with two closets. Well. I'm like, all of it stays. Yeah. (laughs) I just dry cleaned two sweaters. That was huge. I'm like, I'm ready for it. You're ready. Well, do you have like storage places? Um, No, I just have like a lot of like hidden secret places. Yeah. That you put things at. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. I mean. That's part. You also live with someone. I do. So, so I don't. Tough. So I get more storage. Mm. Thank you I so know. Much. Every day I tell him I can't wait until I am rich enough to have a three-bedroom apartment. <gasps> one we can share, and then we each have our own. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. A lot of couples do that now. Uh, it's Who the doesn't dream. like their own space, You though? need it. Your own closet, own space. I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. I have it. I love it. All right. Well, now that this turned into the fashion podcast, <laughs> yeah. um, I want to thank you for being here. This yeah. was very inspiring. And was I believe, okay. yeah, you work so hard. You always have, you have so much like thank you. on your resume. You could have 40 page res- a 40 page resume I and could. it's all, it's all jobs that are, you know, even though you say you're over social videos, you know, people listening to this are like, how do I even make a digital video? Yeah. So like, you got to remember where you were. 
what? That's true. Five, six years ago. And then when you were working on episodics in five years, we'll be like, oh my God, remember? Remember, remember web series? Yeah. Those were so easy and fun and I wish I was doing. <laughs> I know. It's true. And that's why I taught myself actually how to edit. It's because I didn't want to spend money. There you go. And that's one of like the biggest. And it's a skill you now have for life. Right. And everybody can learn. I think everybody can learn that stuff if they mm-hmm. really want to do it. Yeah. You know? She's an inspiration. Self-taught editor. What an inspiration. Saving, <laughs> saving the money. Was it one Better project? Business Bureau of Washington, D.C., you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you to court. Oh, I love it. Where can everyone find you and your mom? Yeah. <laughs> well, we know where to find her. Uh, my, yeah. Uh, D.C. Um, myself, <laughs> I guess Instagram, some would say, at sure. Jessie Jollis, J-E-S-S-I-E-J-O-L-L-E-S. Same on Twitter, too? Same on Twitter. I am... Across all platforms. I love it. Thank you so much. Even though actually my, not that I use my YouTube, but I, I started like Jesse J-A-Y, a YouTube like 12 years ago before Jesse J came out. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm afraid people are going to learn my last name and kill me. I'm always afraid of being murdered. That's oh. like the bottom line of everything. So <laughs> I started that and then Jesse J came out and I was like, well, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Or people think you're a very phenomenal singer and music writer. Isn't she? Yeah. Pretty, well, she writes a lot She's of music. She's great. I yeah. mean, once they're like 12 subscribers, they're like, that's <laughs> probably not her. <laughs> it's okay. There will be a company to grow that for you. Yes, there will. I can't wait for them to come in. We're going to work on just getting you followers. This is is that good, okay? I'm obsessed with this. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you. I love you. Thank you for being here. You're wonderful. You. Thank you. And, um... I can't wait for you to come over and do my closet. I know. I actually can't wait. Okay. I, I have to say, so please, I would love for you to subscribe, rate, listen, share, tell your mom. This was it. This is it, Bri. We're going to end the episode. I don't know how to end a podcast. How do you fucking end a podcast?